Well, welcome everyone. Thanks for joining with us today as uh, we take time just to celebrate and rejoice together uh, in the presence of Yehovah. What a blessing, isn't it, that, um, that we can uh, share and just uh, fellowship together. What a blessing in Yeshua's name. If you are joining us on the Facebook page as well, I'm just going to uh, copy the, the link here as well, and I'll add that to the Facebook. Uh, so if you do want to join us on the Zoom call, you just need to click that link and you can join us on the Zoom call. Also, if you have any uh, prayer requests or any comments during our call today, I just want to encourage you just to leave your comments there on Facebook and uh, we'll be able to see the comments that come on the Facebook platform as well as uh, so that you can participate in what's happening on the Zoom call as well. Hallelujah. David, would you like to open in prayer uh, this evening or this afternoon, your time? Shalom, Kenny. Yeah, I had a feeling you were going to ask me to do that because I'm eating breakfast. <laughs> ah. <laughs> okay, on you go. Excuse me, but uh, yeah, so I'm eating kind of late. It's more like lunchtime here, but <clears throat> I know it's evening there. But anyway, yes, uh, thank you for asking. And Father Yahovah, we just ask you to bless this time that we have with our fellowship, with our all the people around the world, and we ask you to bless them as they listen to Kenny minister to us and to pray for us. Father, we so much appreciate him. Pray for him as he's moving into his new home, that you would keep him safe and strong and able to do your work, Father. We thank you so much for him. And Father, we just ask you, to bless this ministry, to give him everything he needs to keep this going and, and uh, all the people that are involved with him. We thank you for their support. So please just bless us today and in this coming week. And we ask you in Yeshua's name, let it be so. Amen. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate it. And uh, welcome to Tyson as well. I see you've joined us as well. We've got Connie with us as well. Blessings to you. And uh, we just look forward to what the Holy Spirit is going to do this evening. You know, I really, I want to tell you how encouraged um, I have been in this uh, season. It's been effectively, you know, like five weeks or something uh, of preparation, getting organized. Has it been that long? Maybe it's not. Maybe it's about four weeks since I came back from the UK. But as soon as I landed from the UK, after our time of mission in the UK, it has just been nonstop getting organized, uh, getting things in shape here in the land of Israel. And what a blessing it has been just to see the support of those who are standing with us, those who... Uh, contribute towards the ministry, but more than anything, those that pray for the ministry and the work that we do here in the land of Israel and in the nations. So thank you to everyone uh, that does pray for us. We really uh, appreciate the prayer and, you know, we sense the encouragement. You know, isn't it, isn't it amazing uh, just uh, what encouragement does? And I shared yesterday, I was up yesterday morning 
early, just praying and pressing in. And Hebrews chapter 3 uh, started ministering to me, and I was just going through the scripture there. And uh, a friend of mine, Liz, uh, in the UK, she sent a note um, to me with a little card of Hebrews chapter 3, verse 13, but encourage one another daily as long as it's called today so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. And when she sent this uh, little drawing that she did, I posted it on the social media yesterday. It just really encouraged me because I realized, you know, this is what I'm looking at. These are scriptures I'm meditating on. So then I wanted to go back and just look at things within context of what it really means. Isn't it amazing that we deal with encouraging one another daily as long as it's called today? And, you know, that's the part that everyone thinks about. Everyone just stops there. But it says the reason that you have to encourage one another each day. Uh, I'm just going to mute Connie because she's coming through there. Okay, there you go. Um, the reason we have to encourage each other is so that um, uh, that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. And, you know, we've been talking over the last couple of weeks, we've been sharing about uh, the life of John the Baptist. And uh, this morning, as I was meditating on the scripture, I was in Matthew chapter 11. And it's an interesting portion of scripture when we see Johannan ben Zechariah, uh, John the Baptist, when we see uh, him, he is imprisoned, and what does he do? He sends his disciples uh, to ask Yeshua, are you the one uh, who is to come, or should we expect someone else? And that's in verse 3 of Matthew chapter 11. And uh, it's pretty powerful how Yeshua responds, because he responds out of the book of Isaiah chapter 35, verses 4 to 6. He says, go back and report to Yohanan what you hear and see. The blind receive sight, the lame walk, and those who have leprosy are cleansed. The deaf uh, hear, the dead are raised. The good news is proclaimed to the poor. Blessed is anyone who does not stumble, uh, who, who does not stumble on account of me. Man, it's powerful. So what's he saying? He's saying that scripture is being fulfilled. So if we just bounce back there into the book of Isaiah, and, uh, you know, we ministered last week about John the Baptist uh, proclaiming from Isaiah chapter 40 that he is the one preparing the way. But we go into uh, chapter 35 of Isaiah and, you know, we see something really powerful that unfolds here. We're seeing prophecy being fulfilled in Messiah. And I just want to read a few verses from the beginning of this portion of Scripture. And I want us to uh, just enjoy this. Uh, maybe maybe uh, how, how much will we read of this to see if I can turn the page? Well, we might just read the chapter here because I really believe it will be encouragement to all of us. Isaiah chapter 35. And, you know, every time we are reading in the Mercianic writings, you know, between Matthew and Revelation, always look at what is being said and how does it relate to the Tanakh? What is it taking us back to? What is it saying? Uh, where is the, the source of the words of what Yeshua, what Jesus is saying? 
And uh, how do we delve into understanding the fullness of the gospel? Because remember, the early believers and the apostles, the disciples, uh, after Yeshua rose from the dead, they preached the gospel and they didn't have what we call the New Testament today. So they preached the gospel out of the Tanakh, you know, from Genesis to Malachi or whatever order it was in in their day. So it's very important that we go back and discover the gospel in, uh, in, in the pages of the Old Testament, the Tanakh. It's powerful. So let's read Isaiah 35. The desert and the parched land will be glad. The wilderness will rejoice and blossom. Like um, the crocus, it will burst into bloom. It will rejoice greatly and shout for joy. The glory of Lebanon will be given to it. The splendor of Carmel and Sharon, they will see the glory of Yahovah, the splendor of our Elohim. <clears throat> Strengthen the feeble hands, steady the knees that give way. Say to those with fearful hearts. Now, as I come into this uh, verse in, in verse 4, of what we're reading here, we see in Matthew chapter 11, John is in that place of doubting, and he sends the disciples to come and ask, are you the one or should we be looking for another? And this is the, the start of it. It says, say to those with fearful heart, and Yeshua was addressing directly John the Baptist, Johanan ben Zechariah, be strong, do not fear, your Elohim will come. He will come with vengeance, with this divine retribution. He will come to save you. Then uh, will the eyes of the blind be opened and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then the lame will leak like the deer. The mute tongue shout for joy. Water will gush uh, forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. And it's interesting in that portion of scripture there in verse six, water will gush forth in the wilderness. And if we go to John chapter seven, um, and that's the, the account, let me just get there, John chapter seven. It's the account of the last great day we see in the scripture. And in verse 37, it says in John 7, on the last and greatest day of the festival, it's the Feast of Sukkot, Tabernacles, Yeshua stood up and said in a loud voice, let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. And that's, again, what we see here in Isaiah chapter 35, we see Yeshua proclaiming the scripture. And what's awesome about the book of Isaiah, <clears throat> he is the evangelist of the Tanakh. Man, he is pioneering the way of the good news of the gospel of the kingdom. Hallelujah. So verse 7, the burning sand will become a pool, the thirsty ground bubbling springs, in the, the haunts uh, where jackals once laid grass and reeds and papyrus will grow. And a highway will be there. It will be called the way of holiness. It will be for those who walk 
on the way. Yeah, it will be for those who walk on the way. The unclean will not journey on it. Wicked fools will not go about on it. No lion will be there, nor any uh, ravenous beast. They will not be found there, but only the redeemed will walk there. Therefore, the redeemed of the Lord will come singing unto Zion. And that, that's a song that uh, I know that Al will know, Connie. Um, but uh, anyway, it, that's what it goes on to say here in verse 10. And those Yehovah has rescued will return. They will enter Zion with singing. Everlasting joy will crown their hearts. Gladness and joy will overtake them. And sorrow and singing will flee away. Why? Because the promises of Yehovah are coming to pass. You know, these things will spring forth suddenly and the glory of Yehovah will be revealed. And this is what is amazing about the gospel. The gospel is not just the gospel of how do we get saved, but the gospel is the gospel of the kingdom. Yeshua is restoring the kingdom. He is restoring us back to who we are called to be. He wants us to identify with who we truly are in the Messiah. If we are born again of the Spirit, who are we? We're blood-washed, bought children of the Most High. But more than anything, we are grafted into the commonwealth of Israel. We are all part of the house of Israel. And what a beautiful picture that is. And in Isaiah 35, we see the joy of redemption being displayed through Messiah. The uh, the blind eyes will open, the ears of the deaf will be unstopped. Right, you know those who have fear are going to be strong. They're not going to be in fear anymore. We're called to be a people who believe the word of Yahovah. We've got to stand on the promises of the word of Elohim. So I want you to uh, look at the different scriptures and things that you're reading on a daily basis. And if you're reading out of the Messianic writings, the New Testament, then always look and ask the Holy Spirit, what is this relating to? And do searches on how you understand it to take it back to the true foundation of the message. Because what we, we want to be careful of is that we don't have cut and paste Christianity where we take a little verse from here and a little verse from there and we make it into our own story and into our own delivery. That's not what we want to see. And in the portion of Scripture where it says encourage each other as long as it's called today, it's actually a portion of Scripture that's dealing with unbelief. It's dealing with uh, being caught in rebellion, uh, doing things in our own strength, walking in the flesh, and this is why we have to encourage each other. And this is what I love about our Zoom call times together is that we get to come and share around the scriptures and be encouraged in the scriptures and pray for each other and just be edified. And I really appreciated listening back to the call last week uh, as I had to go as we're still uh, hacking and everything uh, this time last week. Um, so it was a blessing to go back and just hear the testimonies and just what the Ruach HaKodesh was doing in everyone's life. And it was so special and encouraging. So we need that encouragement 
And through that encouragement, what happens, it, it stops us from being caught in the deceitfulness and the deception of the plans of the enemy. Why? We're called to be in fellowship. Hallelujah. Are we blessed about that? The importance of being in fellowship. And some of us, we can't be in fellowship in our local areas, but we can come on on these live Zoom calls and we can fellowship together in the presence of Yehovah. So I want to read a few verses in, in Hebrews chapter 3, and then I'm just going to open things up uh, for us to have a time of testimony and fellowship this evening. <clears throat> so in verse 7 of Hebrews 3, so as the Ruach HaKodesh says, Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion during the time of testing in the wilderness where your ancestors tested and tried me. Though for 40 years they saw what I did. Isn't that powerful? They saw the testimonies of the transforming power. They saw the demonstration of the kingdom manifesting on earth with signs and wonders. And yet they were stuck in their rebellion. They still wanted to do things their own way. They had their own plan. And that's why I wanted to read in Matthew chapter 11 there, where you see John the Baptist, he's in that place where he's trying to work things out in his mind. What does it really look like when the Messiah comes? He thought the Messiah is going to come, conquer Rome. Uh, Yeshua will be king over all Israel. He didn't understand the two comings of Messiah. And that's why he was in that place of unbelief. That's why he was doubting. And Yeshua said, listen, man, the dead are raised. Blind eyes are open. Deaf ears uh, can hear. Those who are mute, those with leprosy are being healed. Go back and tell this report to John. These things are happening. And he knew, Yeshua knew, when they would take that report back to Johanan ben Zechariah, the very first thing that's going to happen in his heart is the scriptures are going to come alive. Well, wait a second. This is confirmation of what's written in the book of Isaiah, chapter 35. And that's what's encouraging. And, you know, that's why we want to be students of the scriptures and press in and get to know the reason why things are being said and what the true meaning is within context. So be encouraged and encourage one another daily as long as it's called today. But it's a bigger task than that. Let's encourage each other in our faith walk. Let's encourage each other to be effective in evangelism, in outreach, and all the things that we are called to do. What a blessing as we press forward. And it was so good to, Connie, I, I see you there. Uh, you're up at Elliott Lake um, with uh, Bob and Hugh Getz. And I saw uh, the, the uh, Facebook feeds uh, and the pictures yesterday. Hey, guys. And uh, just so blessed. But this is what is happening. It's the encouragement of the saints. Let's work together for the purpose of the kingdom. And uh, what a blessing that uh, you're up there doing outreach there and, and fellowship and uh, together. And uh, I just pray you have the most amazing time. And I've been praying for you uh, yesterday and today uh, for everything that you're doing 
uh, with your prayer time up at the little campground. I think you're at the same place where I stayed, aren't you? Uh, yeah. It looks like it anyway, surrounding that area. So yeah. uh, pretty it's a cool. Beautiful little spot. Beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. So listen, what we're going to do is I'm going to open things up right now because I just want us to really have time uh, to share, to minister together. Um, you know, this call is not about what I have to say. We want to let the Ruach HaKodesh move. And I just want you all to realize how powerful it is when we encourage each other in our faith, that it keeps us on track. We need the encouragement. We need the times of encounters together so that we don't walk in unbelief, that we don't walk in the flesh, but we continue to walk in the spirit. And how do we do that? Because we're accountable to one another. Hallelujah.